Right, we're rolling. On this podcast, we'll be talking about different areas of business and all things marketing. My name is Dave Doyle. And I'm Dave Alton. This is Social Antics, another marketing podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Social Antics. Dave, welcome back. It's been a while. You've been missing. You're oh, you've been <laughs> missing. Your dog ate our fucking studio. It's nothing to do with me. I was, I've done nothing like. We, to- uh, we took, a, we took a few weeks break. Uh, a few uh, weeks break because the dog ate the, the dog thing. I've had an awful experience. The dog ate the charger for the laptop. Um, I think it half electrocuted itself at the same time, I think. But it uh, ate the charger and I've just been battling with, uh, companies trying to get a charger because apparently the charger for my laptop is like once again probably Brexit yeah. fucking everything up. we could have probably downloaded software onto like my laptop but, but you wanted the break I did want to fucking break. <laughs> fucking exhausted I'm exhausted but don't start now with the negativity anyway how have you been keeping I'm great double vaxxed are you I'm double vaxxed fully I, I'm immune I can go did into you get a your, um, did you get your cert no, I didn't get my cert did you, did you, yet. Your your I can eat indoors. Cert. I can eat indoors. Cert while everyone else is outside in the freaking cold. Yeah. Now what I don't understand about it, like, so I was very happy. Got got me jabs. Happy out. No side effects ever. Thank you, Mister Pfizer. Good job. Um, my thing is that so when they open up indoors, they're saying that it's going to be an hour and forty five minutes time limit. Is yeah. kind of what the rumor is at the moment, right? My attitude is that we either trust the science or we don't. If everyone indoors is vaccinated, then why do you have to put an artificial time limit of one hour and 45 minutes? Because if it, it either works or it doesn't, right? So I don't understand the logic of not trusting the science. I just don't get the... I, I, I get it for so many reasons in terms of get in, get out, we get another table in. Oh, no, no, no. Com- no, commer- no, commercially. But this isn't being pitched as a commercial. Let the restaurants make their own decision. But is it only after a certain time of your waiter or some meeting someone in the bathroom someone standing over you like what's the difference between being in there for five minutes and being in there for an hour if you're going to get it you're going to get it exactly that's you my point. <laughs> but, you're, but you shouldn't get it because you're vaccinated true if well, there is still a high pro- and I know there's deltas and all the rest I get all that however there has to become a point soon enough whereby we phase out like like go, it's, go for it <laughs> exactly well it's getting a bit gone like you're watching the Euros there and you're seeing stadiums of 70,000 and we can't have 500 people at a bloody League of Ireland game or a GA match you can't have 50 people at like a wedding or if you yeah I know like, yeah exactly so I, know actually, it's, I think it's, I've seen a, was it a picture during the week it was like um, they showed the, the Conor McGregor match and they showed Wembley and they showed all these kind of places and it was all like barely anyone wearing a mask at like I don't, I, I don't, oh yeah entirely every okay, picture yeah. I've seen coming from Conor McGregor's thing no one was wearing a mask and then, as you just said, like you can't walk into your local supermarket. Yeah, now they're now to be fair, they're doing like they are going to. I actually don't mind the mask stuff. Like no one, like like every year I get the flu, and this year I didn't because people are actually washing their hands and they're sanitizing and they're wearing masks and everything is much healthier. And even I was talking to a doctor, and he was saying the same thing. There's less people presenting with your typical winter kind of bugs and stuff like that because People again everyone socializing all this kind of well stuff. is that not is that element too obviously but um no it's just like again there are certain things that have come out of covid which will be positive like even the outdoor dining that should stay even when indoor takes off yeah. or not like cork where we're based at the moment is buzzing at the yeah. moment it I, is I, absolutely I, brilliant and knowing 
knowing what way things will go, I can imagine it going all back indoors. Like it'll happen for one weekend and people are like, ah, Beckett, it doesn't work back indoors. But I think it really needs to stay. As you said, the city's buzzing. I can imagine every other city is probably buzzing in ways it never did before. So definitely I'm 100% fan of it. And I don't like this whole thing of, oh, it's Ireland, it's raining. Yeah, it's raining. So what? Get over it. I tell you what now, we were outside local pub here, Costigan's. Not this lockdown now because they haven't opened again, but the last one. And it was absolutely bucketing rain outside. And we were drinking outside. They had the umbrella and there was a heater there. And it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it whatsoever. If anything, it made it better. Because you're out in that fresh air at least, like, you know. Yeah. And rather than being cooped up in a kind of a clammy pub. So, no, but in fairness to the um, the hospitality, anyone in hospitality has done a cracking job at getting everything up and running again. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I haven't... Um, I haven't really had a bad experience anywhere yet, really. No one's given out. Everyone's very friendly and all the rest of it, you know, so it's, it's quite positive. I, think. I had a bad experience over the weekend. Well, not a bad experience, but I just didn't like the change. I went to the cinema on Sunday, obviously, yeah. for the first time since... Uh, I've been to cinema in eight, like... What I found weird, off, right? I was sitting there watching the same ads for films coming out that I was watching a year ago. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> Daniel yeah, okay. Craig is still on the way with the new James Bond and Tom Cruise is on the way with the new um, uh, Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. But, but those ads you know i remember sitting watching them a year ago if not more now at this stage um so yeah the the bad experience i suppose what changed was is bought the dicks online as usual went to rock up to get it uh and while we got there we said feck it we go and get popcorn and drinks we went up to the counter and your mom was like oh no you have to go get your tickets over the scan thing you know which i kind of thought i'd bypass that get it all in the wand you know so i rocked over and i went over to the scan machine got the tickets came back over and we said right we get popcorn drinks at the counter like you usually get them oh no you have to go order them at the other machines over there so now they've gone like you know when you go rock up to like mcdonald's or whatever and they have those kind of touchscreen yeah. pads they're now out in Manhattan in the cinema i don't mind that that's no it's fucking annoying now that you had to go back that's, and that's just that's just because you couldn't understand the system it was your fault Too much it was the consumer's <laughs> fault no those systems are way better because otherwise you're queuing like just type in what you want they get your stuff ready hand it out to you it's way yeah, better it's way to, more efficient I still had to rock up and the, the person behind the counter the receipt and then you had to go get stuff it wasn't ready for me when I rocked up around oh no that's stupid oh no that is stupid no unless there's a system oh, she didn't bar checking oh, no, it I, no I thought you went you, you ordered you got like a ticket number and, number and they called exactly yeah yeah oh Not, no wasn't no. that no no I had to rock up and I had to give her everything and oh that's just adding another step to the journey yeah. that's completely stupid yeah. that's that's that, that's fucking <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> Jesus Christ apart from that the movie was good I went to see Black Widow um, and actually that was probably the first bit of news uh, that I, I actually sent it to you over it was actually very interesting over the last couple of days that the black, how I suppose cinema has changed obviously and um, you know not many people are going to the cinema which obviously you're expecting figures to be down but obviously Black Widow huge Marvel movie 80 million at the domestic box office which is obviously taken in Canada and America 78 million international but it took in over 60 million on Disney Plus the premiere access so basically paying for it before it comes out which I thought was absolutely phenomenal for sitting at home not having to do the work of going to the cinema all this kind of stuff like they put in a serious amount of revenue just from an online streaming platform. No, I make sense. I mean, to be fair, look, I like the cinema. I like the experience of it. It's different. There's no distractions. You're not... Even simple things like if you're in the cinema, you're not... Like, instinctively, you won't look at your phone. Whereas when you're at home, even if you're looking at something, you yeah. are going to be flicking through. So I like that kind of... um, The, the kind of escape, the escapism that a kind of a cinematic experience gives you. Especially now for, you know, like a Star Wars or something of a that. Big film, a big yeah. Marvel movie or something like that. Um... However, I could see a scenario where if there was a movie that, er, 
don't really want to go to the cinema or whatever, but, you know, want to get a delivery of the story is you can see the appeal of it straight away, you know? And what's ultimately going to happen here is that your Disney is going to say, well, it's going to be released in the cinema on the 21st, but you can access it on Disney Plus two days before well, that's at what a premium like, price. That's, that's what they did. That's what they did, yeah. So um, they, they had this out, uh, you know, the weekend before or whatever it was, you know, to, or, or sorry, around the same time. So you can now, like it's still available, you can buy Black Widow now on Disney Plus, even though it's out, obviously you can go, so you can either have the choice of going to the cinema or sitting at home, do you know, um, which is great, obviously. But I think it just shows the potential even more for these platforms that they know. can double up on that as well because it wouldn't surprise me if um like i heard with the with the latest star wars film which is obviously old now but they're going to release like a director's cut so that's more likely what they're going to do is that they're going to release a certain version of the film on we say the app and then you can go to an extended version in the cinema or vice versa just so you're getting a different experience of both and therefore you're consuming twice for yeah. want of a better word so no i think the um well, we said it before, what Disney are doing there are absolutely phenomenal. Again, they're the one, they have the 360 strategy. They've got the parks, they've got the films, and now they've got the streaming as well. Like, I mean, the idea of you going onto Disney and paying whatever, 50 quid subscription, but if you pay your 50 quid subscription, you're also going to end up getting a discount in the park, so you get first preference, so you're entering into a draw to go to fucking Harry Potter land, whatever the story is. That's an incredibly they're, lucrative they're, they're strategy the only one for that Disney. pops in my head that I, like, I don't know if Netflix does, if it does, or if, if it does, it's not strong enough that it sticks in my head, but, but Disney Plus are the only one that sticks in my head that they're actually advertising on Facebook and whatever, you know, Instagram. That oh, they're I can, all I can over picture. my fucking Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Twitter as well. Like, you know, just, I, I can picture them coming up in front of me, yeah, you yeah. know, so I can't picture the rest of them, which is interesting. But one thing, I actually didn't try... I haven't paid for a stream on Disney Plus yet, like, you know, an exclusive or That's whatever That's because you're using my fucking one. Oh, I am too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, geez, I must try it now and see if you get the bill, actually, yeah? That's grand, actually. Um, well, I, didn't think, I didn't need to go to the cinema at all. Fucking, I didn't think of that, actually. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. But what I would be interested in seeing is if you try an exclusive, <laughs> I'm not sure if you have, if you try an exclusive on Disney Plus, is there ads before it? And that might be the next round of things. Will they start showing, like the cinema, will they start showing one or two ads before? Obviously, they're going to show stuff for coming down the track on Disney+. Plus. But Yeah, it depends what the ads are. So I don't mind, like, I actually enjoy going to the cinema and you get the exclusive ads. The, 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 the footage that you haven't seen yet. What annoys me is if, or what would annoy me is that if I'm paying 30 quid for an exclusive show and I'm seeing ads for personal fucking dishwasher tablets, that will piss me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah. that's, you're paying for, that, like, the way that the whole streaming um, ecosystem has been built is all around ad-free. That's the whole, it's why people, like, people can use Spotify for free, no problems at all, but you get ads. But people are quite happy to pay their 10, 12, whatever it is now a month to bypass that. I think if you're paying a subscription to Disney, and then you're paying a premium for the exclusive content, and then you're still getting served ads, I don't think that's a great... I don't think that would be a good model for them, to be honest with you. Interesting. Interesting. Um, any news pop up for you over the last... I suppose... I don't know, a couple of weeks, we'll say. <laughs> this summer. We have a good bit to go over. Yeah, I suppose as a starting point, just congratulations to one of the local tech kind of... I suppose not a startup anymore, but... Um, teamwork.com with oh, Peter, and Dan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter and Dan they raised um, 
uh, their first ever investment which is incredible um, to bootstrap a company for that long and have customers like Disney, Netflix, some of the biggest uh, companies in the world, um, and they raised an investment of seventy million, uh, seventy million dollars. So, congrats to the boys. Great to see a uh, a success story coming out of Ireland, but more so locally How much as well. Did you like say they raised again? Seventy mil. It's not bad. Not bad. No? It's cramped for a weekend's work. Cramped for a weekend's work. Yeah, exactly. And they get a couple more slides out in the office, isn't it? Couple of sli- oh, I can imagine. <laughs> this one's going to go outside the building and loop back in a water park, the teamwork water park. Oh, that should be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. And to be fair, to be fair to the lads, like I mean, I know, like we send students and stuff there. Like mm. the lads, in fairness to them, they look after their staff. They look after their people. They have a super, super product. I use it for some of my clients, and I've used them for. Um, um, I know companies that use them kind of religiously as well, and look, they blow the competition out of the out of the out of the water, and they they're really really good guys. I think so. I like the content they pump out, especially on LinkedIn. Like they're showing a lot of the team and the kind of the we'll say the culture that's going on in there. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I like I like the kind of content they're pushing out. Um, couple of changes on again to social, I suppose. <clears throat> couple of changes there are coming from Instagram in the last week or two. Um, boss man Adam, I don't I can't pronounce his second name, Mosari. The, the head of Instagram came out in a video post last week and basically said that YouTube is going to be changing from its typical uh, photo posting. It's going YouTube. to YouTube. Oh, sorry, Instagram. Sorry, I'm looking at notes here that the, he said in that he's going. They're looking after seeing the success of comparators like TikTok and YouTube. They're going to change and they're going to focus more on video. So they're actually planning on getting rid of the photo sharing side of things, which I thought was a very interesting move. I don't know if it's the best move. Um. Would you say it was the best move? They're all the fucking same. That's the problem. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting, like, there is, it's getting to the point whereby there was some differentiation and now there's almost no differentiation. But the fact it's that he getting, came out and mentioned TikTok and YouTube and they're following I want to copy yeah. these lads, like, basically. Yeah, no, it's, 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 the only one that's kind of actually remaining the same and I don't like it is Facebook. Like they haven't really changed. They're, they've added stuff on, but they're not really changing it as such. No, it's like, still the same. Instagram, it's still now it's post. poor. I don't like. I don't like it. But um, YouTube is very differentiated. Well, YouTube now started putting a big. I saw that the it's sh- not YouTube. Great. The shorts, the small videos. It's it's not gonna. It, that only works if TikTok goes. I I went down at the last day, and it was all the same content. You won't use both. There is, but there platforms. Is, I don't think the algorithm is actually fairly high there for the YouTube shorts, and it's actually given a good bit of reach. Um, so it is it's worth the same as TikTok. Well, it is, yeah. Um, TikTok is interesting. I, I've been, I know, I give out about plenty of times, but I probably waste about half an hour of every day now. Um, Only half an hour is good. Yeah. Um, I tried to cap it. At <laughs> Have a lock. Oh no, it's it's brilliant. Like, um, it's no, in fairness, from a consumer, it's from a from a marketer perspective, it's difficult. Yeah, because you're kind of you're streamlining yourself into one particular kind of niche. You know, you have to create particular content for yes, us if correct. that makes sense um, it's can't... actually the one platform that in reality so if you create it's I'm running a campaign at the moment I shoot the video or get the lads to shoot the video and you cut it in different ways for Instagram Twitter Facebook with TikTok it doesn't, doesn't work. work you need to actually do it in a certain way um, and what's funnier is the more we say polished the content is it's just not going to work I don't know. It, I see. Well, it depends. It still has to be somewhat interesting, I suppose. Do you know? Yeah, obviously. No, right. as in it's not the same. It's like I think that TikTok make the uh, make the statement themselves, isn't it? It's like their mantra is uh, don't was it don't make uh, don't make ads, make TikToks. 
that's yeah yeah no no that's fair no that's fair no and again look content creators are getting better all the time do you know what I mean like if there's guys there now and look they've got okay they've got a good camera and all this but like I mean the stuff that people are I still maintain that TikTok is for creators you really get when people have to communicate a certain idea or some sort of um, expression or whatever they're doing in a short space of time and do that in a very very visceral way that's a that that's an art form and it's a skill and I'd really, really, I think some of the TikTokers doing well at the moment are doing phenomenal work. Like, you know, another thing that um, Instagram kind of said they're going to take on is obviously you're kind of restricted in size. Look, it was always square. They kind of started opening up that a little bit more, both portrait and landscape size. But they're actually planning on making it a full immersive, full screen experience. So we've seen it with their was it IGTV and the reels and stuff yeah, like that. But they're actually planning the on bringing yeah. the main posts that way as well. Uh, yeah. which you know it'll work but once again what's the difference between as you said what's the difference between any They're of the other ones they boring like um, d- 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 I tell you what I wouldn't want to be like I mean I wouldn't like to be a social media manager now I wouldn't I, n- I never liked it anyway like but like <laughs> I mean I really like the like the inve- the inve- like it started off at the start by again you you had your idea and then you created it now you've got your idea and you've got to chop it up in so many different ways that the whole process becomes very very convoluted and there's a huge amount of work goes into but even it, the creation know? of a video before as you said you could create a video in we'll just say in a landscape you have the landscape version you have the square version now it won't work because you need it in a portrait for yeah. the other bits of content so you literally have to shoot two videos yeah yeah you know, and I'd argue even the square one doesn't work depending on the type of video depending if something goes out screen it doesn't work whatever it doesn't and then you've got audio then on top of that if you're using the same platform do you know what I mean there's all sorts of stuff going on um, but they basically came out and said that they are they no longer want to be thought of as the square photo sharing app um, and as the CEO put it uh, he wants to be a general entertainment app driven by algorithms and videos they want to go down the route a lot more of content creators uh, video and they also specifically mention shopping uh, they want it to become a more sh- uh, kind of a immersive kind of content where you're clicking through and you're shopping and all this kind of stuff and that's yeah, so TikTok what? so it's basically TikTok well yes and no they want they want they're also trying out a thing with the swipe up feature um, you know, I know they're the, making that more generalised to everyone I, know on, that, I, yeah. think, I don't know if they're planning on getting rid of it fully but they're, they're looking to, to get rid of the swipe up feature and it's going to be they're testing a link sticker so obviously the couple of stickers that you have like the mentions the hashtags all that kind of stuff they're testing a link sticker at the moment if you have an account over 10,000 10, followers yeah. you have this and you have the swipe up um, but if everyone has access to a link sticker it then starts asking the question one what's the point problem in you know what's the the need to get to the 10,000 and the other side of it is does it take away that exclusivity of influencers uh, yeah but fine fuck them fine for you but it's a whole <laughs> do you know in, what's, no I get, you know, it's no, I get, change, I get it's it it's going to change the whole modeling and uh, industry again I don't I, no I, I disagree these are all just superficial changes the big the big next one for me is the e-commerce integration stuff which TikTok are doubling down big on at the moment and Instagram are looking to double down it as well but again and we said it before these apps live and die based on their entertainment value I will say, the more they make these shopping apps, the less attractive they are going to be to people. It has to be 100%. done in a in a very very clever way. And even I find like, even with TikTok, I don't get a lot of ads, but the ads that I do, they actually frustrate me quite a lot. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think that's like 
like even there's one there was one for AIB like and I'm like I'm watching people doing funny dances and watching cats um it being imitated by the Lion King type scenario and then I'm watching a, an ad for AIB and it's it's out of touch it's it doesn't work so no look it's it's I just find they're all they're all just copying each other they should all just, they should all just merge. It actually reminded me you brought up you sent me something there was it last week from um probably one of your idols. Mr. Vaynerchuk. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that again? That don't go to college, talk? kids. Become an entrepreneur, everyone. We're all going to have our own business. Don't listen to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, what was it? He he came out with something, actually. I think he put it out on That was a great idea. It was absolute genius. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. He said, and this goes back to, I'd lo- I might actually, I might get my students to do an essay on this next year because to me, this is the fascinating. Listen now, that utopian, <laughs> utopian social media platform what's in it what does it look like and he had this idea of you are only, you have a social media platform and you're only allowed one post per day mm-hmm. that is genius yep. it is absolutely because one you focus way more on your your content people get served more content for more diverse people because you're not getting the same stuff from the same people over and over again it also i suppose it increases the content quality combine that then with if everyone is a verified account that would make it even better again because it's real people as opposed to just nonsense content. I think it's it is absolute. Yeah. It's a great idea. I think it's a superb idea. Yeah. No, I think it was great. You've basically three hundred and sixty five posts, and that's it for the year. Yeah. That's it. everyone is the same post count. Yeah. That's it. I think I it's th- genius. I, th- I thought it was very good. And as he said in it as well, like if you almost dedicated or get, say, you know, obviously I would do it every year. Like it's in my calendar. I'd wish you a happy birthday. You know. You stupid fuck. Who's <laughs> you wish me happy birthday? Don't even, even birthday. <laughs> But, um. <laughs> Jesus but, but if I if I decided to wish you a happy birthday on your birthday, there's literally a post gone. I literally have wasted one of my posts. Obviously, you know, it's it's going to come back in, in benefit. That's fine, know. but do you know what you might do then? You might actually wish me a happy birthday in fucking person instead because you're not wasting your post on it. Sure, yeah, I wouldn't waste the post on it. I this swear post. to God, there are gen- there are people out there who wish people a happy birthday on Instagram and they don't fucking say it to them when they meet them in true, person. True. It's utterly ridiculous. No. I think I, I honestly think that whole idea of you know, cutting down the post, I think it was a great idea. Um, one post, one of his, uh, verified one of his accounts. better videos that I read. Really no, absolutely, liked. you know, one post, verified accounts, split up the lot. I, there is, there is, there is a way that social media can be brilliant. Was at the moment it's a cesspit, and it's it's being more marketer driven now again. I think even with TikTok, there's more. Don't go see too, more don't commercial go too stuff. Much now. We are marketers, like. I hate marketing. I hate it so much. Interrupts my entertainment space. But yes, I'll do it all day long. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned there about um, the verified accounts. Um, yesterday, was it yesterday or day before, um, there was a petition, basically. well, it was set up earlier in the year, but it now has over 300,000 signatures on it for social media sites to require ID on sign-up. Something we've talked about a good few times here. Um, it was actually set up by Katie Price. Um, I'm not sure if you knew that. But Katie Price is in Jordan. Jordan Katie yeah. Price, yeah, because following the abuse she got, um, the her and her son online. But she set it up earlier in the year. But it's after shooting in the last couple of days due to the Euros, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the race, the racial abuse that was um, aimed at some of the, the England players after their defeat in the Euros. Um, so now that it's after receiving such a high quota, it's actually going to be debated by government, which we have talked about here loads of times. It's definitely a step in the right direction. Oh no, it needs to come in. It's fuck like so. The Euros was great. Watched the final. Great match. And naturally, you know, the rivalry, Ireland-England, so on and so forth. 
Irish Twitter was quite jovial after I, I was I was <laughs> I was standing out in the back garden uh, during the penalties um, and I was just because you couldn't watch them or I just couldn't be arsed. I had no interest in watching it but what was funny was is I, I kind of was half following on Twitter like you know I was seeing different posts yeah, about yeah. It. but what I'd done I was actually following I, I clicked onto the whatever the main hashtag was and I was following it and I was listening to cheers I could hear the cheering up the road basically oh, and yeah, then I, I was yeah, refreshing yeah. on Twitter and I was like England missed Italy score whatever it was like it was actually quite comical like you know it was actually you know I was listening it was almost like getting it in real time by the cheers and I kind of knew what was yeah, going on yeah 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 it's yeah. funny but um but yeah no um as you said yeah definitely it's uh, we talked about it there it's a step in the right direction um after all the abuse that happened yeah no it's not like like Irish Twitter the last day again quite jovial but then immediately as soon as the final whistle went everything changed yeah and one of the like one of my buddies messaged me and he says. And he said, um, turn off social media for this evening, like, because the three lads that missed the penalties were black. Mm-hmm. And you knew straight away, it's just going to be a fucking turkey shoot with these racist bastards coming out and fucking abusing people. And it was, it was so, like, and what was very strange, which I thought was, the commentary from people was almost like, um, oh no, weren't they so brave to to step forward and take a penalty they don't deserve the racist abuse they don't deserve the racist abuse fucking anyway yeah. do you know what I mean it was just kind of this like I don't know it was very very strange but there was almost this kind of fear that this is what's going to happen in London apparently was like very bad that night with stabbings and attack people attacking I saw loads of stuff on TikTok it's just a really kind of um, it doesn't do much for British culture I have to say like I mean a lot of people go like oh yeah well there's a minority a race of that there was a lot. There was too much of it going on for you to consider it a minority. Do you know, it, it's this clear problem. Now, I would say that why the social media platforms do not ban certain words, do not immediately delete accounts and delete the IP and um, block the IP addresses associated with those accounts or whoever you might do. I'm not a tech guy. Um, and basically clear the whole thing out. But ultimately, this needs to be verified accounts. Submit like you would with a gambling app. Submit your passport, whatever the case may be. They have your identification. Everything is verified. All businesses are verified. Um, and then it cuts a lot of the stuff out. Now, I would say the one thing that it's done is that it's opened up everyone's eyes to know there is a big problem here that yeah. needs to be fixed. Whereas before it was like, oh, no, it's a minority and it's small because it's only 90,000 people in the stadium. When you see thousands and thousands and thousands of posts which are racially motivated, yeah. you see, no, there is a big fucking problem here. Like, Look, and hopefully we'll, we'll track it over the next couple of weeks, but we definitely have been talking about it for the last few weeks that a verification needs to come in. And as you just said, it, it's it's definitely a step. And it's, ju- it's just better. Like, I actually, like, to be fair, my feed isn't too bad because I wouldn't follow, like, anyone that I don't really know. And it's generally... Well, Instagram are going to fucking change that now with their whole changes coming in because... Oh, really? That's one of the things they want to bring. They want to give you recommended content on even topics that are not that you don't follow, basically. So they want to spread your. Kind so of they're actually probably going to take that attention. model, like like kind of TikTok do that, I suppose. Yeah, like they, they do. Give yeah. you a bit of content here. Yeah, and there. yeah. They throw stuff in, and if you watch it or you engage, they'll know in future. Yeah. Like yeah, but um, yeah, Instagram are definitely going down that route. What I found interesting the lead up in the last week is how many brands hopped on the whole. Uh, it's coming home, you know, brands, celebs, all that kind of thing, oh, yeah. sponsored yeah, yeah, posts. Yeah. Um, sick of seeing it coming Rome <laughs> well, coming, coming Rome. Rome Um, following on from the sports obviously my main area uh, sports marketing oh I know big sporty guy yeah absolutely well known for us something that's been doing the rounds on LinkedIn uh, for the past week I'm not sure if you've seen it but it was a post 
post um, showing basically a still from a from a football match where you know the the digital uh, pitch side banners basically yeah. four different uh, adverts on the background depending, depending on, on where what you're country watching it, yeah. yeah what country it was no, interesting clever, Nike, yeah. Nike was one Betfair or something like that was another one I can't remember what it was and there was a particularly Irish brand for when they were showing it in Ireland but so it was very very interesting that you know that's the way that's going but what they also mentioned in the post was it's possibly going to start looking at using um, a bit more AI and, and targeting IP addresses. So like your Facebook targeting, your Google oh, yeah. targeting, no, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's going to know what your interests are. Obviously, if you have a smart TV or you're watching on your computer or whatever it is, um, it's going to feed you content based on your, your history, basically. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of ads they're going to start feeding into matches. On no, it make, no, look, it makes, it makes sense. I mean, the commercial, look, the commercial value of sport is now greater than the value of the gate receipts so the supporters are naturally not as they're not as important shall we say um, but if you're looking at it from a purely business model perspective obviously I don't agree with that from being a like a sports marketer in general but the um, you know, the opportunity and what's going to be interesting here is that is there a platform that emerges from this which centralises all this stuff in the same way that you go onto Facebook's ad platform or their business suite and you can target certain ads and certain interests and stuff like that given that this is the way it's going is it going to be still all corporate sponsors or is the business model going to change where it's actually more sme based or kind of um, lower volume kind of multinationals basically non-fortune 500 and does that increase the value then that you're getting less value from every single sponsor but it's spread and then you're chopping up the, the platform in a variety of different ways because again different ips different interests different geographies the interest in watching the the Euros and getting your local chipper popping up on the screen. It'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Just, but that's what, that's what, it, that's the way it's going. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, so now I think um, it's interesting. And again, I think that would be great because it's another opportunity. Again, I think we live in a world at the moment where marketing and the opportunities afforded to marketers is becoming very, very boring because you essentially have the social media channels, which organic reaches, with probably the exception of TikTok, is nigh on impossible to build a brand now, or it's very, very difficult. And the paid platform then hasn't really changed that much in the last whatever two or three years there thereabouts. Like, like I know the interface has changed, but predominantly speaking, the platform has remained largely the same, and it's actually gotten less effective because of the changes to the um for Apple iOS users and the privacy kind of stuff there. And um, so. I like I would like more tools and toys to play with as a marketer to reach audiences in different ways. Whereas at the moment you're really talking Amazon, Facebook, Google, and that's it. Um, whereas I'd like something else there to, to play around with, and this could be this could be a step in that direction. Well, a step in direction definitely you're going to follow it because it's of interest definitely to you in terms of what you're doing. So we'll be getting uh, the digital screens out in uh, Turner's Grass. <laughs> We've got a digital screen, all right, but it's not programmed for people watching from Thailand. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> What was it? You just feed ads on during during the matches, yeah, yeah. Like basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anything else pop up for you in the last? Um, speaking of, of different changes and stuff like that, one which I think is quite interesting. So obviously, we've seen a massive increase in audio, um, mm-hmm. in terms of content over the last um, the last number of I suppose months in particular with the growth of Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, so on and so forth. So I haven't heard that in the last Clubhouse. Word. It's still worth about four billion apparently, which ain't bad. Um, but no, they they are they haven't really taken Twitter it. Spaces. No, I've seen a good bit of people using that. So I haven't massively delved into it myself, but I have seen I get notifications for you know groups popping up and stuff like that. So yeah, 
Interesting. But there's more with the audio growth now. There's some companies starting to look at okay, how can we enhance the effectiveness of this to increase engagement? Which is again what I was talking about a minute ago in terms of different opportunities being afforded to marketers. So Dunkin' Donuts um, drove two hundred thirty-eight percent higher engagement with their audio ads. Um, when piloting a new solution that dynamically matches ad content with what the user is listening to in real time and this has basically been developed by a company called uh, AI Music and they call it uh, Sympaphonic Ads which I definitely pronounced incorrectly but effectively Sympaphonic. what it is Sympaphonic yeah whatever the fuck <laughs> but basically what it is is that as marketers we pick the audio to match the content this company now is saying no you have your content which is presented in a variety of different ways but the audio that the consumer listens to or that the consumer hears will be based off of what they are listening to at any moment in time so if you're into if you're a big fan of westlife for example the tone of a westlife song will be kind of linked with the music that you hear in the background so it's not disrupting the experience as much basically and it's going to be music that you like and you like you know yourself one of the and it's it's a strange one actually in that if you look at a number of years ago, a lot of people were saying like, oh, well, ads are consumed or 90% of ads are consumed with the sound off. And therefore, a lot of people kind of stopped going with ads. Sound is one of the most important things from a kind of a 360 sensory experience yeah. in terms of um, creating content, which actually resonates with the consumer. So therefore, by having audio that is linked in not only with the ad, but also linked in with their own, the consumer's own tastes, that's a very, very interesting kind of development, I think. Yeah, it is. And you're right there. Music is a very important thing. And I, I wasn't enjoying, you know, uh, the whole thing of like Instagram stories. You know, literally everything was just subtitles. I was sick of seeing it. Like, you know, if you're going to watch a good, decent ad, you need, you need the audio as well. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you don't like, got your headphones in. Like, turn on yeah. the fucking, turn on the audio. And so TikTok's changed now. You have to listen to the audio. Brilliant. <laughs> it's right, like, do you know? One thing actually just popped in when you were saying about ads there. One thing I'm getting, I'm fed up of seeing ads for lately and I just don't think it's a platform that's going to take off. But have you seen these? Um, They're basically like contact tap cards. I'm not sure what they're called, but basically like, you know, instead of giving someone a business card, you do like an NFC tap and it brings up like their contact details or their social profiles or whatever I it is. I just had them on LinkedIn. What? Just had one LinkedIn. I don't do business cards. I don't do business cards. I, I don't do LinkedIn. business cards. I do LinkedIn, yeah. Famous words. Um, that's an in-joke, right, friend? I'll tell that story now, right? <laughs> I was at one of Dave's talks one day. Uh, I don't know what it was for or whatever, but I was just happily standing around waiting, like a fucking Egypt waiting for him at the end of it and someone was up talking to all him. Me, had, all my fans were talking to me afterwards. I had my back. photos and yeah. selfies and all that stuff. I had my back minding my own business, my back to you. Um and Dave was chatting away to this guy and I could just overhear the conversation and the guy goes oh I must talk to you further about that have you got a business card and Dave no no thought no second uh, guessing just turned around and goes oh I don't do business cards I do LinkedIn well if I didn't break down laughing there the man looked at me to and be everything. fair I'm not sure I said it like that I said you, you said exactly those words but it makes sense like, you get like people literally who, who, like do you have business cards no Oh, exactly. yeah, for work, like, but, you, but for so reasons, you do have business, do have business so. cards, yeah. But the reason why is they're going with, um, you know, pieces of you know, physical, like we're giving away gift boxes or whatever to business, business owners or whatever. And no, it's the only way to do it if you're if you want to talk to someone, connect with them on LinkedIn after a conference or something, send them a message. The reason is is that people forget who they meet, and if you've sent someone a message, even if they don't respond to but you, do you stand there and send someone a message there and then? 
No, I'll do it afterwards. So but I'll send them a. I'll send them a. So you find them there and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't be asked them that. I suppose to hand me them another business card, which they no, were chucking actually, the bin no, straight away. No, I actually away. did really like um, at conferences, and I seen a, a couple of conferences. You know, turning on the LinkedIn has a no, three. that shit. Turn no, that's on the location, bollocks. you find no, everyone in the bollocks. room. I thought that was no, brilliant. that's bad because then you're just adding hundreds of people who none of them are going to get. You're better off if you go to a conference, <laughs> connect with three people who might you might actually do business with. Then. Oh, I've just connected with three hundred people. I don't know what any of them are. Like that's just building up. That's just building up followers for no reason. Like. I think we need a conference. I'd love to. Go, I'd love to go to a mucky conference. What was the last one you were at? The last academic conference I was at was in <laughs> academic conferences. Are great, so much fun. Was Academy of? It was either Academy of Marketing in Regent's University in London. Doesn't that sounds so cool. Academy like of Marketing like an Avengers movie or oh, something oh it is that? oh it's a great it's a great love, love, love Academy of Marketing or it was ICR in Lyon I can't remember which one it was it was two years ago anyway um, and the last practitioner conference I was at was DMX in Dublin yeah DMX good actually I was at that one um, good, good conference but uh, hopefully we see them coming back as well soon good way to meet people yeah good way no they're just look it's it's good to get like even online like presentations and stuff like that they're all terrible do you know what I mean like there's only like I'm doing it for lecturing and I know if I because I can look back on some of the lectures and I know that like this is not the same experience as listening to something in person it's just not Um, and again I, I just like I like conferences conferences are cool yeah Right, well, I think that is everything for this week. Thanks very much to everyone for listening. And um, all going well, we keep the charger safe and we'll be back next week. We take a break again, Marie. I'm <laughs> sick of you already. I'm sick of you already. We need, to get, we need to get the new studio sorted. New studio. Yeah, we got the new studio, studio. sorted soon. Take care, guys. All the best. Good luck.